Welcome to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil, the official Monster Jam podcast. I'm Scott Jordan. The RC truck craze has taken over Monster Jam from fans to drivers, even to your neighborhood friendly play-by-play announcer. We've all got them, and we all love to play with them at the events. And my guest this week is the driver that's been at the forefront of the RC world for many, many years. So we go to Orlando, Florida, to the Musauer Mansion on the Great Clips Hotline to be joined by Zombies Barry Musauer. Barry, welcome back to Inside Monster Jam. What's up, Scott, man? Thanks for having me back on, especially to talk about the RC world. I've been waiting for this, and uh, here we are. I know everybody knows your story from RC driver to Monster Jam superstar to rookie of the year, and we've covered that on this show last year. So let's talk about specifically the RC truck world here. When was the first time that you ever picked up an RC truck? Wow. Oh, gosh, that's going way back to the 80s. <laughs> um, all right, all right. I, you know what? No, to the 90s, because I got my first hobby grade RC truck when I was 11 years old. Uh, Santa Claus came and brought me one. It was under the Christmas tree that year. And uh, after that, it was just like game on. That was one of the times where I'd always wanted one. But they were a little pricey, uh, but they were a lot more uh, fun than, let's say, the, the toy grade RCs that you get from your, your normal toy store. Back then, it was like KB Toys, you know, but now right. uh, everything is all online. So I'm just trying to take you back to when I got that first RC truck and these things you could, they were faster uh, than the ones from the stores because you could interchange all the parts, the electronics you could make better. You could make them stronger if you broke them. So that was something that was fun for me. And not only did it teach me to to try and drive smarter, but it, it taught me a little bit of work ethic as far as, you know, using the tools to fix them and upgrade them. So it's definitely something that's great for the entire family. You just took me back when you mentioned KB Toys. I just transformed the studio into a KB Toy Store and envisioned myself back in one of those, man. Those were uh, amazing. Uh, for me, it was Toys R Us at, at the start of, yeah. of my young childhood and then into KB Toys. Now, you mentioned different kinds of RC trucks. So you, you have your your um, your store-bought ones that you can find on, on the shelves and the hobby ones. What, what, what are the major differences there besides just being faster and stronger uh, with the hobby the hobby style? The major difference is they sell parts at, at your local hobby sh- store. They sell parts that you can interchange. They sell the, the stock parts where if you want to put your vehicle back to the stock form after breaking it, you could do that. Or they sell aftermarket like upgraded parts, parts that might be a little cooler. Maybe they are aluminum and they're anodized or if they're steel, they're powder coated. So there's just a number of upgrades that you could do with hobby grade RC that you couldn't necessarily do with something that you got from your your neighborhood store, uh, you know, just off the shelf. If you broke it, it was pretty much broke. That was it. Right. You'd have to, have to you know, wait for your report card money to go buy a new one. Um, what, yeah. For you, at what point did it become less of a hobby and more of, you know what, this is something that I could actually come in and do some competitions with and, and maybe make a little uh, extra coin there for young Barry Musauer? Uh, it started probably way back when uh, I met a guy and when I moved to Orlando. His name was Fred Reap, and he, he uh, started to run races locally in Florida. And so I kind of teamed up with him and he said, Hey man, I I really want to do an event at Digger's Dungeon, which is the home of Grave Digger. It's up there in Poplar Branch, North Carolina and uh, on the Outer Banks. And I said, all right, yeah, let's do it. So we, 
we put our heads together and Dennis Anderson allowed us to actually have an event at his property. This was back in 2006. And um, it's just taken off ever since then. You know, they're, they're, the sky's the limit when it comes to radio controlled trucks. I tell people it's like the best kept secret as far as a hobby goes. But uh, it really is fun because you can involve the entire family. And, you know, we, we host little RC monster truck races uh, starting at Dennis's place on a larger scale. And it, it, they still run that race to this day. So it's definitely something that actually put me on the map because that's where I got noticed in 2006 to be able to even have an opportunity to drive one of these full-size Monster Jam trucks. It's definitely something that, that catches on. And you mentioned the whole family. We, we go to a park uh, out in Claremont where we live uh, after school some days. And to see my three little girls pull out of my Jeep carrying this thing out to the playground where, you know, other kids are playing with, you know, balls and kicking balls around. And then you have these three little girls showing up with this massive monster truck. I mean, it, it's a spectacle. The adults get involved. The parents want to drive it. The kids want to drive it. And uh, my three daughters try to wreck it, but I'm sitting there with, with the grease trying to wax it up as soon as, as soon as they roll it, man. So it's something that's definitely helped my kids uh, become bigger Monster Jam fans. And I know that's true with a lot of other drivers as well. And we'll get to that here in just a little bit more coming up with Barry Sour about RC trucks. That's all next on Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. Welcome back to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. This week, we're talking about RC trucks in Monster Jam with the leader of Zombie Nation, Bari Mosauer. Bari, let's uh, talk about RC World Finals. This was my first introduction to the RC truck world as it pertains to Monster Jam when I did my first World Finals back in 2017. But you've been there with this development from day one. So talk about where the idea for RC World Finals started with Monster Jam. Uh, so it started actually back in when we used to have those events at Digger's Dungeon. And a few people said, man, you know, we need to bring this to Monster Jam World Finals during the pit party because we need people to actually see this. I mean, people spend countless hours and dollars customizing their RC trucks to make them look like the real thing. So we decided, all right, let's build some obstacles. Let's let's take this event to the pit party at the Monster Jam World Finals. And uh, we've been doing it for like seven years now. So it's amazing that it's taken off the way it has. And even this past year, 2023 World Finals in Nashville, it was, you know, we probably had you know, 2,000 people around our area just watching the, the RC truck racing. And uh, it, just, it just goes to show that people can identify with it. Anything that looks like the real deal on a smaller scale, something that they might be able to afford, uh, they're going to go out there and find interest in it. So our partners at LOCI, they they stepped up this year uh, as far as being a partner with Monster Jam. So they're able to come in and really showcase their, their product there at the RC World Finals. So it's really come full circle for me to, to not only bring what I started at, which is RC Racing, into the stage where I'm at now, which is full on, you know, monster jam racing. It's grown exponentially, as you mentioned, but your, your development has, has now exceeded that as well. And you're more involved in what, what fans come and see and, and, and what goes on at the pit party with world finals. So talk about what your involvement is when it comes to putting RC world finals together at the pit party for monster jam. So I'm kind of the guy who, uh, orchestrates it all. Uh, I assemble a team of my staff 
and uh, participants. And then once we've got everybody lined up who we want to be there, then we start to go through, all right, how can we make this emulate or look like the world finals, uh, which is which is kind of uh, funny because we don't want to uh, divulge too much information out of when before world finals actually happen. So the track is kind of a secret for a long time, how the track design is going to lay out. And then the truck lineup is kind of a secret for a long time. So I got to rely on a lot of people to, you know, keep that secret. And, and because we want the RC world finals to be as similar to the real world finals every year. Um, so it goes back to even when we were at Sam Boyd stadium, we actually made a replica Sam Boyd Stadium um, scoreboard. So it was pretty cool. And I still have this prop in my basement today, or not my basement. We don't have basements in Florida, but my in my garage. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to keep in that room hidden from everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things where I have a lot of involvement and I've known, I, I've getting, gotten to meet so many people involved with the RC industry all over the world. So everybody's always like, man, when do, you, when do I get my invite to RC World Finals? So it's, it's one of those things where it's kind of cool to be at the forefront of it and have, have kind of control over uh, what we do and how it looks. So I, I take it very seriously. It's become a spectacle. It's become a, a huge attraction uh, that it used to be, I, I believe, when you mentioned starting out years ago with it, it was it was just something that, you know, people brought their trucks in to compete in, and be there at World Finals. Now it, it officially is a part of the pit party. It's advertised. Fans come specifically to camp out and watch this. Um, but you mentioned to me last year that dry, that these competitors that come for RC World Finals, they, they basically pay their own way to be there. So it's become that big of a deal that you have all of these people all around the world that save their money and pay their way to come to Monster Jam to the World Finals to be a part of it. Is this, this is a huge event. It is a huge event. I mean, it's grown so much. We have awards for the event now, and we have a, a whole host crew that comes out. I mean, we did World Finals this year in Nashville, and there was competitors from California. So it's really just like the real deal with with uh, the competitors that come from all over the, the globe and fans that come from all over the, the world to witness this. So the impact of it is huge. You know, you never know who you're going to inspire. And I like to use my story all the time to tell people, hey, this is where I came from and, and look where it's gotten me. And, and we're not done yet. So if I can just continue to encourage people to uh, do something that they love, you know, find a passion that you're interested in. This is something I've been interested in pretty much as long as I can remember since I was a little boy. So uh, it's still my hobby and it's it's taken me into my career. So it's definitely something that still shocks people to this day when I tell them I came from this size zombie and now I'm riding, you know, rocking the 12,000 pound zombie. And RC World Finals is a great place for our fans to see the drivers. They always gather over there to run their RC trucks at that track. Bari has made it a mission to make sure each one of these drivers has their own personal low-seat truck to compete. How does he get it done? Find out next on Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil.
Welcome back to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. I'm Scott Jordan. This week, I'm joined on the Great Clips Hotline by Zombies Barry Musauer as we discuss RC trucks in Monster Jam. As I mentioned last segment, if you come to RC World Finals or, or pretty much the pit party at any Monster Jam event, you chances are you're going to see one of our drivers driving their own RC truck. I have Son of a Digger, so I do my best Ryan Anderson impersonation. Not quite there yet, but I'm getting close, Barry. But you, you've made this thing a mission to make sure that all these drivers are involved and it helps to make this a bigger deal and a bigger sport. If a fan sees Ryan Anderson driving son of a digger on an RC track, chances are that fan is going to want to drive one too. So how have you been able to make sure that drivers get one of these to have around and make sure they're involved and they stay involved in this? I owe a lot to our partners at LOC because they made it possible to be able to put one of these trucks, this is the Losi LMT, uh, which you have and I have behind me. Uh, they come in the grave digger form and they come in the son of a digger form. So it really goes to show that, you know, you can customize it to make any truck that you want pretty much. It's, you just have to use your imagination. That's what I love about the, the hobby is you can customize these trucks to make them look like uh, our competitors or, our, or my peers' trucks. So Last year was really like a breakthrough year for us to be able to put these trucks in the hands of of all of my peers on tour. Uh, and then we just would have fun like after practice day on a Friday at, you know, let's say Angel Stadium, Anaheim. We would go and just do a, a rip session with these RC trucks. Uh, and we had a blast. We would run a battery pack through them. And by then, usually everybody had a little carnage. So Low C supplied all the parts to be able to fix these and, and bring them back to life, just like the real Monster Jam trucks. So we were like our little, our own technicians fixing these yeah. trucks. And and you should have seen last year in Anaheim, the hotel room looked like a hobby shop at one point. So uh, it's just, it's just really fun to be able to bring what carried me into Monster Jam to my peers and, and to see the look on their face, you know, when I give them these trucks, you know, and, and we just had a blast with it. And it's just an example of how addicting you know, this has become and how how much drivers enjoy having this because you guys are already so busy. And so for you to get done a busy Friday where you're doing media and you know doing practice and, and trying to get your trucks right, you would think everybody go back to the hotel, you know, take a shower, eat something, relax for a big event. No, you guys are, are you're, you're literally having crates of parts shipped out to these events and you guys are back there in the pit area working on your trucks and racing these things. It, it's amazing to see that because I think, as you mentioned last year and this year particularly, it's really started to be more present back there. Is just something that you guys look forward to each Friday? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's something that we, it kind of brings us all together. You know, it's a fun, uh, competitive uh, activity that, of course, we, we have fun with. And it's so much so that there's places along the way, like on tour, we go to uh, Houston and we go to a fan's backyard and he has an entire track set up in his backyard. They invite us back every year and we go have a little monster jam in his backyard with our RC trucks. So that, that just goes to show how much of an impact it has and to be able to you know connect with our fans on that level, I wouldn't trade it for the world. At what point do you feel like drivers really started getting involved in this and really started wanting to be a part of this community with you? I think really uh, it's been going on for a long time, uh, but really last year with the uh, involvement of LOSI and the LMT RC Monster Truck, 
it made it more readily available for the average consumer to go out and buy a solid axle Monster Jam truck in the RC form. Uh, it used to be, before this truck came out, there was a few other trucks that were out that emulated RC Monster trucks, but you had to customize them a lot. And it got really pricey, really expensive, just like any other hobby can be. And But now with the the, the LMT, the low-C truck, it's really come full circle because you can take this truck out of the box, plug in a battery, and go have fun. I mean, it's fast, it's durable, and it really made sense uh, for the average person that might not be into the hobby to be able to just take the truck out of the box and go have a Monster Jam in their backyard. And and they're very durable, and that was proven at World Finals in Orlando last year when I tried to carry one to the finish line and tumbled and threw it in the air, and it still managed to land in one piece. Now, I only blame my performance there, Barry, at the fact that I didn't realize how heavy this was and how I am not in the shape I was 10 years ago, and I can't do a full sprint to the finish line carrying a truck like this. So I'm, 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 I'm ready for vengeance on Colt Stevens in L.A. next year at World Finals. I'm coming with this thing, and you, you have no idea what you're training has taught me, Bari. Coach Bari coached me up in Syracuse, and I am ready to compete with this thing in the driver tournament. Mark my words, I'm going to make you proud. All right, man. We'll be keeping an eye out for you. I'm hoping (laughs) that you don't choke on those words because this is on on tape now. This is digitally recorded, Scott, so you cannot go back. This footage is forever etched in Monster Jam history. If I don't get it done, Barry, I'll just go hide in your basement uh, that no one seems to be able to find out. Right? Uh, let's talk about the future of RC trucks and Monster Jam. Uh, do you in, intend to have this thing continue to grow uh, into something even bigger than what it is now? Oh, yeah. I feel like we're just barely scratching the surface right now, even though this is a huge event at, at the Monster Jam World Finals pit party. I mean, I, I have a mission to be able to show this to the world and inspire people to go follow their dreams. So it's bigger than me. It's bigger than RC. It's just trying to inspire people and families uh, to do something that they enjoy together. And RC is no different. So if we can grow this thing to where we have one of these RC events, maybe at every pit party or maybe every stadium pit party, you just never know what the future may hold. But I definitely tell you, it's going to be fun. Looking ahead to the future as far as World Finals goes next year at SoFi Stadium. I know we always say each year at World Finals is bigger than the previous year, which has been the case you know, in Vegas, Orlando, Nashville. But now we move to L.A. to a state-of-the-art, incredible stadium, one of the biggest stadiums out there. Um, the Hollywood spotlight out there, celebrities everywhere. Is there any pressure on you to really take next year's RC World Finals and make it the best ever? Uh, maybe a little bit because you definitely want to do better than you, you do in previous years. You want to learn from what you did in previous years. So definitely always the pressure is there, but I say I work well under pressure. So I'm always kind of relying on my team to come up with great ideas to, uh, maybe make the track better or make the obstacles better or new obstacles. You never know what the track is going to be like. Uh, and I'm pushing the competitors to get better and, you know, these people look forward to this event uh, year after year. We're already planning for L.A. As soon as Nashville, the dust settled from Nashville, we were already planning for SoFi Stadium there in Inglewood. So I'm really looking forward to it. We, we had uh, the fortune of going there and experiencing SoFi Stadium. It's a beautiful facility. It's got probably the best natural lighting in a stadium that I have seen. 
Uh, so I'm really looking forward to our, our, our diehard Monster Jam fans seeing that, that facility and seeing uh, the Monster Jam World Finals there. I'm looking forward to that, and I am looking forward to asking Bari your questions. That's coming up next on Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. Welcome back to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. This week, I'm joined by Zombies Bari Musauer as we discuss RC trucks in Monster Jam. It's time to ask your questions. You can be involved in the conversation by following me on Instagram at Scott Jordan MJSX. The first one is a good one. This comes from a driver named Tristan England Bari, who wants to know how was the transition from Prince of Zamunda to becoming a Monster Jam athlete? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I guess I have many claimed the fames. Uh, Halloween has become one of my favorite holidays, and uh, not just because I love candy. Everybody that knows me knows I, I have a little bit of a, a sweet tooth for candy and desserts and stuff. But I would say it, <laughs> it's going to be hard to keep uh, uh, topping my, my Halloween costumes from year after year. I will give Tristan a little... Uh, insight though, I did win a Halloween costume contest uh, in Kansas City one year when I had to be at Monster Jam Thunder Alley, um, and so it was pretty much that kind of set the tone. It's like, all right, I got to take this serious every year, just as serious as Scott Jordan takes trying to take out Colt Stevens at the RC Monster Jam World Finals. So definitely I don't want to be that serious, man. <laughs> That's dangerous. <laughs> um, Jeremy Bunting 134 wants to know how often does Cairo remind you that he beat you twice during the pit party in front of everyone and how proud of you were, how proud are you of that moment? You know, he, he, uh, he reminded me on the, on the plane ride home. He definitely did. And I'm sure if, if anybody brings it up to him, he's going to remind me, but he's pretty even keeled now, you know, school started. So he's pretty focused right. in school focused. and, uh, you know, let's hope that he doesn't bring it up too much, but I'm, I'm sure he'll never let me live that down. Boy Divisionary wants to know, what is your favorite zombie movie? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, I like Zombieland. I think that was a good movie because it mixed like the, the, the funny parts and it mixed the fact that, you know, there was a zombie apocalypse going on all at the same time. So that'll always be one of my favorites. And what's in the box or what's in the box RC wants to know. Uh, we talked about when you picked up a, a, your first RC truck, but what was it? Was there a body on it? Was it just a generic one? What was it? Yeah. So it was a Tamiya Blackfoot. Um, and I actually made uh, a few years ago, a few years back, I made my mom a Tamiya Blackfoot, which back when I got this truck, you had to assemble everything. It was a kit form. Uh, it did not come out of the box ready to go put together. You had to assemble everything. So I created that. And instead of the Blackfoot logo on the side, I put mom's legacy. And I have to send you guys a picture of that because she said, man, all these years, I don't have my own RC truck. So I made one of those for her and uh, it was awesome. It made her cry. So that was one of, uh, one of my special moments with my mom and RC. That's amazing. Man. Yeah. Send us that picture. We'd love to put it up. Barry, thanks so much for your time, man. It's been great having you on. Thanks Scott. Anytime, man. I promise you'll be able to get rid of me one day, man. Uh, that's all the time we have. I'll see you right here next week on Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil.